Father, we thank you because you are God. El Shaddai, El Ayon, Elohim. We worship you because known unto you are all your works from the foundation of the world. Father, you have never gathered the people together to waste their time. Thank you for gathering us together at this time to invest in our lives. We vow to give you all the glory and we believe we will not live here to sin. Blessed be your name, Lord, in Jesus' precious name. Everybody expecting a turnaround encounter? Give Jesus a clap and a shout of praise. Be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to appreciate my Father in the Lord for the privilege to stand upon this exalted altar. I want to appreciate him for the privilege of fathering and mentoring that has brought us so far. Sir, so I want to thank you because you gave us the opportunity to see light and in your light, we saw very, very bright light. There are things that we will never have dared except that we saw it. Thank you for blazing the trail. I will appreciate you. I want to appreciate our mother and the Lord for standing so strong with our father. Thank you for making it easy for him. We appreciate you too. Hallelujah. Some time ago, God gave me a song that is around this title. And I thought that if I step into the world, there is somebody here that that may be your story.
Hallelujah. Amen. Very, very quickly, we shall be looking at engaging the world for turn around encounters. Engaging the world for turn around encounters. In this session, we shall be looking at the turn around power of the world. We shall also look at the various actions of the world that culminate in the turnaround. And then we shall look at those activities that facilitate the ministry of the world. All under exploring covenant platforms for supernatural turnaround. It is very clear from scripture that the word of God in addition to the prayer platform we just listened to, is a major covenant platform for supernatural turnaround for two reasons. First, the world brings not just insight but impact that guarantees a turnaround. The world brings not just insight but impact that guarantees a turnaround. Second, the world brings not just revelation, but what I call energization to guarantee a turnaround. Example first, in Luke chapter 5 from verse 1 all the way to verse 5, 6, 7, Peter had toiled all night and it cost nothing. And when he encountered the wall, he said, Master, I have toiled all night. I have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy wall, I will let down the net. And when he did so, he enclosed a great multitude of fishes until the net break. A turnaround happened instantly at the point of the wall. Someone is here today. A turnaround is happening for you at this world point. Yeah. Second, at the wedding in Cana of Galilee, when the wine was expired or finished, and there was the need, the wedding was almost about to be ruined, until Mary the mother of Jesus told them, in John chapter 2 and verse 5, whatsoever he said unto you, in other words, whatever word he shows you, run with that word and there shall be a turnaround. They ran with the word and there was a turnaround. Everyone that is at the verge of embarrassment right now, I announce to you the word is coming and will give you a turnaround. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thirdly, the beginning of the turnaround for the captivity of Israel in Babylon happened when Daniel understood by books in Daniel chapter 9 and in verse 2. The captivity would have continued, but Daniel understood by books. What books? The book of the prophet Jeremiah. That the people of God were meant to stay in Babylon for 70 years. Jeremiah chapter 29 and in verse 10. That was where Daniel read and saw that the captivity, say for God's sake, the Lord, that after 17 years they accomplished at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good work toward you in causing you to return to this place. 70 years, years has expired. 
an end. Until Daniel went into the book and saw what the shadow was, and he engaged the altar of prayer like we just said. And then they turned around behind. Beloved, captivity will continue until insight and light is accessed. A turnaround happened because someone stepped into the book and saw that a turnaround was long overdue. Now, what are the functions of the world that can bring a turnaround? Number one, the world brings correction. The world brings correction. Second Timothy chapter 3 verse 16 tells us that all scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. The world brings correction. It causes you to make a turn. The world causes you to change your course of action. And beloved, don't forget this. Many times, it takes a turn aside to experience a turn around. Many times, it takes a changing of the course of action. In Exodus chapter 3 and in verse 3, when Moses saw what he never saw before, the Bible said, he said, I will now turn aside. When he turned aside, that was when there was a turn around. For somebody here, God brought you here for a turn aside so that there can be a turn around. If you believe us, say the Lord and say amen. Yeah. The Lord brings correction. Number two, the Lord brings direction. The Lord brings direction. Psalm 119, verse 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. He brings direction. And the light of direction guarantees a thoughtless turnaround. Many of us have not left where we are because we don't know what to do. Every time you know what to do, you live where you are. Every time you know what to do, you live where you are. Direction is the cure for stagnation. Direction cures stagnation. So the world brings direction. Somebody's direction is coming in this season. Sound the Lord say amen. Number three, the world brings restoration. In Luke chapter 15, a woman lost a coin. And the Bible said she lit the candle in verse 8. And then she and she swept the house or she, she found the piece of silver that was lost by the light. We just saw that the world is light onto our path. The world brings direction. There is nothing so lost that cannot be found by the light of the world. Nothing on the heaven is so lost that cannot be found by the light of the world. The world brings restoration. Number three, number four now, the world brings illumination. The world brings illumination. In the beginning was the world, and the world was the God, and the world was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the life of man, and the light shined in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Listen to this. The light of the world disarms the force of the night. 
It doesn't matter the life you have experienced or are experiencing now. It takes the force of the world to disarm the light of the world to disarm the force of the night. Night time always gives way to daylight by the power of the world. If there is anyone sitting here today and the enemy brought you here in the night time season of your life, I am anointed to announce to you that that night is giving way now in the name of Jesus Christ. The world brings illumination. Number five, the world brings distinction. Arise, shine. For your life is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen. When light comes, people shine. The only reason why a person will not shine today is because he's lacking in light. In Matthew chapter 16, and in verse 16 to 17, when, from the setting, when Jesus asked the disciples, who do men say I am? When Peter, by light, recognized who the word was, he set him in a class of his own. He put him, he said, Blessed are thou, Simon. I set you apart from your contemporaries. Listen, beloved brothers and sisters, to be lighted by the world is to be outstanding in the world. To be lighted by the world is to be outstanding in the world. Listen to this. No force of hell can keep a lighted man in obscurity. No force of hell for a city set on a hill cannot be hid. Everything that witchcraft has used to cover your life, that cover is destroyed now in the name of Jesus. It's destroyed by the light of the world in the name of Jesus. The, the world brings distinction, not a six. The world brings elevation. Galatians chapter 2 verse 2, Paul the Apostle said, I went up by revelation. Listen, revelation is permanently the doorway to elevation. And listen to this. To be lighted is to be lifted and shifted higher in life. Show me a lighted man. I will show you a lifted man. Show me a lighted woman. I will show you a lifted woman. It's to be lifted and shifted higher in life. There are those who came in here. Or you return back to where you came from. People will not recognize your level. They will not recognize your level. Share the others. Amen. The major difference between Paul the Apostle, the late comer, who became the frontliner. Ay, 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 ay. Paul, the, Paul the Apostle was not there when Jesus walked on the earth. He didn't follow the Apostles. As a matter of fact, the Holy Ghost had come and the Holy Ghost was operating. He was not aware yet. Paul was persecuting the church and fighting them. But suddenly, on the road to Damascus, he repented and joined the Apostles late. Late corner became frontliner by virtue of light. It doesn't matter how late you came. It matters how lighted you are. There are many people in church for 20 years 
I haven't seen anything like that from my father in the Lord some time ago where someone who had traveled from Kaduna all the way and came all the way to Lagos and had been in church. One day he had a message after almost 20 years. And he said, Oh, I'm just understanding the Christ now. After so many years, it doesn't matter how late you came, it matters how lighted you are. It's not speaking to anybody here at all. Paul the Apostle, by the power of life, Peter speaking said, some of the things that Paul speaks are things too hard to understand. He said, oh, Peter speaking said, that is Peter the Master Apostle was finding it difficult to understand the life of Paul. No wonder nobody could see Paul's break light. Only he carried half of the New Testament and divided the rest for the eleven. I see somebody shifting forward. If you are that one, you are saying the loudest amen. Say the loudest amen. Hear this. Movement from the background to the forefront, from the pit to the top, happens at the frequency of light. From the background to the forefront, from the pit to the top, it happens. Whether the devil likes it or not, your level is shifting this time around. Your level is shifting this time around. You believe it. Say the loudest. Amen. The world brings elevation. Number seven. The world brings revolution. That was what happened to Peter. Where there was no fish in the river. And when the fisherman of the of Peter tells you, I toiled all night and I have caught nothing. He had really toiled. He had exhausted his expertise. He was born into fishing. And they fish at night because the visibility of fishes are poor in the night. And he had done all that and there was no, no fish. Now what to do is a little body of water, they call it a lake, which means it was a restricted body of water. It means literally fishes were not there. You go a little bit and return back for another fishing season, but you remain there. When the world arrived, there was a forceful change. Suddenly, fishes began to announce to themselves from the Mississippi River to the Ohio River to the Penguin River to the Niger River. Let us head to the next area. There is a revival going on there, and there was suddenly a forceful change. I don't know who God is speaking to here today, but a thoughtful change is happening in your life. A revolution is a drastic change of story. A very drastic change of story. That is what the world does. Number eight, the world, and then when the world comes, of course, the world must come. Number eight, we have seen that. Separately, the world brings purification. It brings purification. Psalm 119, verse 8. The Bible said, We are with us. Shall. Psalm 119, verse 9. We are with us. Shall the young man cleanse his way? He said, By taking him dear according to your word. How can a man cleanse his way? And then in verse 11, he said, By word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against you. In John chapter 15 verse 3, he said you are clean, you are clean by the words I have spoken to you. So the, 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 the word brings 
sanctification, it brings purification that can guarantee a change of story. It was D.L. Moody who said, sin will keep you from the Bible, and the Bible will keep you from sin. If you study it very well. Listen, a change of character will ultimately culminate in a change of destiny. When character changes, destiny must come. That is happening to somebody here. <laughs> Number nine, the word brings impartation. Impartation of spiritual fire power. Impartation. It says in Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 2, and the Spirit entered into me when he spoke to me. In John chapter 6, verse 63, it is the Spirit that quickened, the flesh profited nothing. He said, The words I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. In Luke chapter 4, verse 22, the Bible said, His word was with power. His word was with power. When the word comes, power comes. In the same way that electric cables conduct electric energy, in that same way, the word of God carries divine energy. And we just said, when your power is small, you faint in battle. But when power comes, when fire comes, when energy comes, Jeremiah said in Jeremiah chapter 20 verse 9, he said his word was like fire shut up in my bones. When that fire comes, when that power comes, who no know must know. <laughs> hey! I speak to somebody here right now. By the time this shilo is over, you are returning with a heavier power. And in verse 25. And number 10, the world brings liberation. The world brings liberation. It's a one, one, one of five, verse 17, all the way to verse 19. He said to the man before them, even Joseph, who was sold from his heart, the Bible said, whose feet they hurt with fetters. He was laid in iron until the time his word came. The word of the Lord tried him. And the king sent and loosed him. When your word comes, your chain breaks. It is not possible for the chain to be in place when the word has arrived. The king sent and loosed him. When your word comes, your chain breaks. When your word comes, your word changes. The Bible said in Psalm 107 verse 20, He sent forth his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Psalm John chapter 8 verse 22. You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. And what is the truth? John 17, 17, thy word is truth. Freedom is guaranteed when the word arrives. Revelation guarantees liberation. Somebody say it loud, amen. Yeah. One day, I sat in the office, many years ago, and they brought a young man. This young man was mad. They tied his hand with a chain and locked the chain with four padlocks. About four people stood around him and they could not hold him. And the mother stood by crying, He is my only son. Now I looked at him on the spot and I looked at the people holding him and I said, Look him. They looked at me and said, What are you talking about? First I said, Leave him. 
that is struggling and without hope, leave him. And they talk to themselves, well, if it passes for all of us, you two, you are here. So they left him. And then I said, lose him. They looked at themselves and they lose who? All this while we haven't prayed any prayer yet. Lose him. So they lose, they unlock the first part of, second part of, fourth part of, fourth part of. And on one the chain, his hand was already bleeding. Oh. I looked at him, I said, sorry. He said, thank you, sir. Freshness of life! Freshness of life! Freshness of life! In the name of Jesus! 
trainer. One of our children was born. And the pediatrician told my wife that the child had a congenital malformation. Our medical doctor by his grace and my wife too. We understood exactly what he said. It was a major organ defect that will threaten life, that will cause failure to try, that will cause everything. And when I was told, I told them, I said, every good and perfect gift, according to John James chapter 1 verse 17, cometh from above, from the Father of light, with whom there is no variableness, no shadow of time. And then Psalm 127 verse 3 said that the children are the heritage of the Lord. The fruit of the womb is the world. If God is the giver of this gift, God cannot give what is imperfect. The devil does not have a child to give. God has given this child, this diagnosis is brought to Hogwarts Baldadash. It's inconsequential, remotely disconnected. The first day of that diagnosis was the last day. It was never cited forever. Child is coming mercy today without a trace of that devil by the power of life. I prophesy to you today, the life of his story is changing your story right now. In the next few minutes, what do we do to experience turn around light from the world? Number one, possess meekness. The Bible said, lay aside every superfluity of nothingness and receive with meekness the engrafted word of God. James chapter 1, verse 21. Beloved, hear this. Arrogance is the foundation for ignorance. Anyone who is arrogant towards God must be ignorant in life. If God can't reach you because of pride, he can't teach you his light. The meek will he guide in judgment. Psalm 25 verse 9, the meek will he teach in the way he shall choose. Number two, walk in uprightness. Lay aside every filthiness and superfluity of nothingness. Filthiness must be laid aside if you are to lay hold on insight. Lay it aside. You know that light can never be brilliant in the presence of garbage. It will never, you will always get smoke. Walk in uprightness. Number three, function in excitement. I rejoice at your wall as one who found great spoil. Psalm 119, verse 162. If the world is not your excitement, it can never be your enlightenment. I rejoice at your wall. Therefore, with joy shall you draw waters from the wells of salvation. Isaiah chapter 12 and in verse 3. Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 16. Thy words were found, and I did eat them. And thy words was unto me the joy and rejoicing of my heart, for I am called by thy name. Function in excitement. Number four, pray for light and insight. Pray. You can pray for light. Psalm 119 verse 18, open my eyes that I may behold wonders out of your book. Father, show me what I haven't seen before. And Psalm 43 verse 3, oh send out your life and your truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me into your holy hill. Send me light. Send me light. 
Pray for light, pray for insight. Number four, number five. Make inquiry as you study. He says, stand in the ways. What is the way? The word. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. John chapter 14, verse 6. Jeremiah 6 says, stand in the ways. Why do I inside the middle of the world? Lord, what are you saying? What are you showing? Is there something you want me to hear now or to see now I am not saying? Make inquiry as you study. Number 6, possess the attitude of expectancy. Don't just step into the world for religion. Have magnetic expectancy. He said, I will stand upon my watch and I will watch to see what he will say. I am not just here carelessly. I am watching as a hunter to see what he will say. Be on the lookout because what you don't look out for, you never locate in life. Number seven, document what you see. Write the vision. Make it plain. It's in Revelation chapter 1 verse 11. What thou seest, write in a book. I want to say this, and this is from my experience. When you pen the light, you put more light. It is confirmed. He said in Mark chapter 4 verse 24, in the Amplified Version, he said the measure of attention, take in what you hear, with what measure you meet, it shall be measured to you, and unto you that hear shall more begin. He said, be careful what you are hearing. The measure of thought and study you give to the truth you hear will be the measure of virtue and knowledge that comes back to you. When you show God that you value what he's showing you by penning it down and documentation, then he gives you more. Number eight, be desperate. Possess desperation. Then shall we know if we follow on to know. Hosea chapter 6 verse 3. Then shall we know if we follow on to know. Desperation activates revelation. You desperately look for the word. Thy words were found because I was looking for it. Number 9. Engage the spirit. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. It has not entered the heart of man. The thing the spirit has revealed to us. Prepare for them. The things which God has prepared for them that love it. But God has revealed them to us by His Spirit. There are things that the Spirit will show you. know the Spirit of God is the Spirit of wisdom and revelation. According to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17 to 18. The Spirit of God is a Spirit of revelation. The Spirit of God networks scriptures. It networks the most relevant scriptures for your situation behind. John chapter 16, verse 13. The Spirit of truth guides us into all truth. How is when He, the Spirit of truth, is come? He will guide you into all truth, for He shall not speak of Himself. But whatsoever He shall hear, that shall He say, and He will show you things to come. And this is Spirit. Praying aggressively in tongues as you study. Praying in tongues and asking questions. Singing in the Spirit. Asking the Spirit to lead you. Number 10. Engage. The blood mystery. Engage the blood mystery. The mystery of the communion. In Luke chapter 24 and in verse 30 and 31. The Bible says that the eyes of and it came to pass. As he sat at meat with them, he took bread and blessed it and bread and gave them. And then their eyes were opened. And they knew him. And he vanished out of their sight. You see, their eyes opened as he broke bread with them. Many of us take communion religiously and you take it for yourself. There are times where if you come to get a naughty scripture, you can tear it open by the mystery of the blood. That was what happened in Revelation chapter 5 and in verse 1, where the book was sealed and no one was found worthy to open, but the lamb that had been slain by the virtue of being slain, by the blood with which he was slain, he took the book, loosed the seals and open the seven seals thereof. Finally, align with the ministry of anointed teachers. Align. 
Feel fair to the centurion. Understandest thou what thou readest? He said, How can I, except one, teach me? Acts 8 31. Daniel 9 2. Daniel understood by studying the prophet Jeremiah. And by studying the prophet Jeremiah, he saw life he never saw before. It's a new day for somebody. Who is the person about to experience a turnaround? Stand on your feet with a shout of praise! Jesus, precious name. Give the King of Kings a bigger clap and a louder shout of praise.